Um, yeah, with it being the last Kyle for the semester, our goal, our desire is that you encounter Jesus and you connect to others. That's the whole purpose of everything that we do. That is, that is our vision. That is our mission. Uh, if you do not encounter Jesus, if you do not connect with others, then this Chi Alpha has failed in doing what its mission is. And so with that, I just kind of want to share with you where we are going a little bit with next year before we kind of dive into the Word. Um, next year, we'll still have Chi Alpha, all those things, but the large group gathering will be once a month. Um, where we have this here. We'll do this once a month, but every week we'll have small groups all over campus um, that'll be meeting. Um, so obviously when we get back, there'll be more on that. You'll be able to find out what, what small groups meet at what times, um, getting more involved, at least with, with Kyle for trying to get more involved with different athletic teams and stuff like that on campus because that's, that's already, you already have a, a niche, niche, niche? Sure, whatever. You have a group, um, a group that you're already close to, and so we want to we want to help out with that. Um, now, if you're bummed, you're like, but I love large group. Great, get in a small group, um, and we'll still hang out every week. But uh, and you'll obviously see me on campus. Now, I also am going to do my very best this evening to only preach for about fifteen to twenty minutes. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to do my best. It's already timed, okay? So don't, you have to start a timer. Cut it out. It's right here. I'm already a minute 43 in. Uh, we're, we're already going. And then afterwards, like I said, if we want to encounter Jesus for the next 20 minutes. And then afterwards, we're going to connect with others. So we've already carved out the best 60-minute study break of your week, which is tonight. As so we have a couple of games back there on the table that we can play. There's some Exploding Kittens and some Uno Flip. Um, so if you want to find out if you're competitive or if you actually love the person that you're sitting next to or around, you can come play games with us and you can find out just how much of Jesus you might actually need, um, which is totally fine. But I want to ask this question tonight. What is your heart desire? Now, I get it. There's a lot of you in here who I will not see next year, which is crazy. Um, but something that I love saying, and I have said it ever since I was a youth pastor, I have said it to every senior then, I'm going to say it to every senior hopefully that ever graduates from OU that I have an opportunity to talk to, but graduation, all it is, is a celebration that the easiest part of your life is over. Um, that, yeah, so if you're like, oh, well that sucks, yeah, kinda, um, but there's no cafeteria in the real world that you can just walk over to and there, sort of, you can swipe a magical card, but that's different. Uh, but swipe a magical card, and you can just go in and just eat whatever you want. Um, also, you don't have a room that's already prepared for you. Obviously, you're like, oh, the room's not prepared, but whatever. Uh, a room for you just waiting that you don't have to worry about paying rent, because you already did. Um, or you took out loans to pay that rent for four years. But, so we're going we're gonna to look at this. What does your heart actually desire? Some of you are like, I desire not to have to pay rent. Well, sorry. Uh, but whatever your heart's desire is, and if you've been around me any length of time, you have, I'm sure have heard me said that the, the idea or the phrase follow your heart is like the absolute worst advice you can give somebody. Because scripture is very clear. It says the heart above all else is wicked. 
Hooray! That sounds like great news, just like graduation's a celebration, the easiest part of your life is over. Like, are we going to get to, like, the good news, like gospel, or are we just going to be kind of down and be like, oh, tonight? But we'll get there. All right, I have a couple of sections of scripture that I want to share with you, and then a few thoughts. All right, Psalm 37, 5 through 7 says this. It's written right here, so you can follow along. I am reading, obviously, from the Amplified Bible. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him also, and He will do it. He will make your righteousness, your, your pursuit of right standing with God like the light, and your judgment like the shining of the noonday sun. Be still, therefore, before the Lord. Wait patiently for Him and entrust yourself to Him. Do not fret. Whine. I love the Amplified Bible because it adds these little quotation things. Like, in case you don't understand what do not fret means, stop whining. Um, <laughs> because of Him who prospers in this way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Now we're going to jump to another verse um, after that question. Okay, but John fifteen five it says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. You are about to leave campus. You're about to leave. You're not staying on campus for the most part, I think, uh, but you're about to leave kind of this, this group that you've already spent the last several months, the semesters, semesters, whatever, getting to know each other. You come to Chi Alpha, you go to FCA, you go to whatever else is going on on campus. I don't know if there's anything else uh, gospel-wise. Uh, but then you, you, you join a local church, or at least you attend a local church. You get involved there. You're in this community of believers that are spurring you on, that are pushing you to continue your walk of faith. That's what this is. That's why we meet. That's why you, in case you didn't know, but that's why you sit here and listen um, that's the idea, um, is that so that way once you, whatever it is that I have to say or whoever's speaking, it's not so that you hear it and go, that's a really good idea. It's so that you actually apply that as you walk out these doors. And so in just a week from now, it's graduation, not from now, but a week, about a week and a half, whatever, um, who's counting? But uh, in just a few, I know some of you are like, I am definitely counting. That is definitely on the calendar. I've got a countdown on my phone. But when you get to that point and you leave, who is going to continue to help push you and to move you into this spiritual journey to continue to take steps to go after Christ? This is why I say that graduation is a celebration, that the easiest part of your life is over. At the end of even the semester and you go into summer, you've got a few months. Some of you may be going back to not great home lives where you don't have a whole lot of support with your friends or your family from back home. Some of you have great support, but so tonight I want to walk through what it would look like to continue this walk without me. Because if you're following me, please stop it. Because I do dumb things a lot, right? We can hang out and you can call me your pastor or whatever. That's weird too. Um, but when I say don't follow me, I mean don't put your faith, your hope, your trust in me. I want and I hope that every time you come here, there's a little bit of you that puts more of your faith, your hope, and trust into Jesus. And you stop looking at yourself, okay? So this thing, this John 15, 5, is probably one of the more well-known verses in scriptures. John 15 is a very well-known chapter in scripture because it talks about remaining in Christ. Now, if, if a branch is no longer part of the vine, it's not a branch, you're now a twig. Uh, you're just a broken, busted up nothing. Uh, what's really kind of crazy, maybe you can think about it, but oftentimes there are people that think they're part of the vine, but they're really just, just 
a stick out in the middle of somewhere because they're not connected to the vine, to the source. Chi Alpha is not the source. The local church is not the source. Any other organization is not the source. Jesus is the source. So you have to be connected to him. All right. So Psalm 37, 4. This is actually the verse right before what I just read because we read Psalm 37, 5 through 7. And now this is verse 4. It says, To delight, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord. Now this is an interesting verse to read, but sometimes it's a hard verse for us to really grasp. When was the last time you were in church or you were in some sort of um, gospel-oriented whatever and you found delight in serving God? Maybe some of you are like, I find delight in serving God every day. Great. And Delight in pursuing Christ. Delight in actually taking steps towards Him. That's not just, well, I went to church Sunday, so unless you're one of the Seventh-day Adventist people, then you know, go Sunday or Saturday. Um, but, but I went to church, so I'm good for the week. It's, it's this lifelong pursuit of Jesus, and it's a daily pursuit of Jesus. Now, if tomorrow you wake up, you do all of your stuff tomorrow, and you go to bed tomorrow, and you're like barely awake because you've got all these projects that are due, and you're like falling asleep on your pillow, and you're like, oh, I didn't spend time with Jesus today. Don't, no, I'm not asking you to freak out about that. I'm asking you to, when you remember those things, to still pursue Jesus so that you can find delight in him because he delights in you. The gospel tells us that you are the joy. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. You are that joy. You are. Each individual in here, you are the joy that Jesus was looking at when he chose to endure the cross that just a few weeks ago we were celebrating with Easter. Not so much the cross, more we were celebrating the resurrection part. That's kind of the important thing. <laughs> kind of a big deal. But delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart, the things that you want. Now, some of you it also, when you pursue Christ, sometimes these desires change. Now, I'm not going to be like, what you are pursuing and what you desire is evil. I'm not going to do that. Now, if you're telling me things that are evil, then I'm, yeah, that's evil. Uh, you don't need to, you know, I would really desire to rob a bank. Don't do that. Um, anyway, I do love that the student loans you pay back for 30 years, but if you rob a bank, you only spend 10 years in jail. Uh, anyway, um, I'll stop. Uh, but delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Now, this is what I kind of want to talk about tonight. Uh, I had a conversation last week with a student, and I've talked about this before. Um, I don't know if I've spoken about it on a large group gathering uh, or anything like that. I know I've spoken to several of you individually or even small groups where we talk about this idea of discipline, desire, and delight. Now, when it comes to pursuing Christ on a daily thing, so in a week and a half, when you're no longer on campus, when you're no longer here, when you're at home, wherever home may be, if you don't have a group of people that will help you and help move you to a closer relationship with Jesus, even if you do, you still need to spend time with Jesus, but this is how it works. Discipline, desire, and delight. Now, sometimes the desire and the discipline can be flipped. 
Sometimes it's a desire to do whatever, and then you have the discipline to do it, and then you find delight in it. Now, this is not, if you were here a few weeks ago, I talked about this idea of shame and performance cycle, where I feel shame for what I've done, and so I perform better because I have shame. And then so that performance is helping me with the shame of whatever sin I committed. Until I sin again, then I feel shame all over again until I find something else to perform better and do again. I don't know about you, but I am never going to find delight in that kind of a cycle. So I'm not telling you to to do things so that you can find delight. The idea is I am going to pray. I am going to read my Bible or listen to the Bible app read for me. Um, Or I'm going to listen to worship music and spend time actually like listening to the words maybe by myself or whatever, worshiping. I'm going to read things that, I love this this idea, we're going to talk about it in a minute, but give me a, a higher view of who God is. I'm going to do these things on purpose so that I can recognize that there is delight in pursuing Christ. It's not this, oh crap, fear factor of, I forgot to read my Bible today. Oh no, I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm gonna mess up my streak on you version. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it requires discipline, just like going to the gym, just like doing anything else that you do uh, on a consistent basis. It sometimes requires discipline. Last night, speaking of breaking off from the vine, last night um, we had friends of ours whose parents had a tree fall on their roof. And by tree, I mean it went through the roof. Uh, if any of you know uh, Megan, it was her parents. She graduated a couple years ago. Um, but it was half a tree, several hundred pounds, if not thousands of pounds. And so this was right around 8, 8.30 at night, and I'm winding down. And this is after Leland and I actually spent a couple of hours trying to move bolts on a Jeep um, <laughs> unsuccessfully. We moved some of them, but they moved. They just didn't come out. Um, but so I was kind of in that in that winding down phase, like I'm I'm ready to go to bed. I'm good with this. But then I got a call, and my wife Valen told me uh, to go help. So I went and got a chainsaw and went and helped. But then I woke up this morning, and I had no, I had there was no desire to go to the gym this morning. I had zero desire. I had none. However, I am aware that especially on Wednesday, if I skip leg day, next week, I won't be able to stand. I don't know why leg day does that to me, but if I skip it, it's bad the next week. Um, I also, I, anyway, we won't have to go there. But So there's a discipline. I had, to, I had to pursue a discipline. I was already up anyway, but I had to just pursue the discipline of actually going to the gym. Just like sometimes, it's a discipline of I know that I'm going to find the peace and the presence of God if I spend time with him today through prayer, through reading, through thinking highly of who he is, of worshiping. I'm going to spend time on purpose. I'm going to carve out this chunk of time so that way I can spend time with Christ on purpose. It's a discipline. Now, sometimes you're like, you've had a bad day or you've had some bad moments and you're like, I need to spend time with Jesus. You have that desire to be with Jesus. I need to go to church this Sunday because my head's about to explode with all the, the stress or whatever it is that's going on in your life. And so sometimes it's a desire. Like, man, I, I, I enjoy spending time with Christ. I enjoy spending time sometimes reading. 
Some of you are like, I hate reading. I'm in school, but I hate reading. I get that. That's why I have the YouVersion app, so it reads it to me. Uh, but if, if we can figure out the discipline, if we can figure out the desire, sometimes again, like I said, there's flip-flop, then we will find delight. You'll walk into delight. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. I want to delight in who He is because I can see the peace, the power that He has. All right, now here's some questions. And this is, the, I'm not even kidding, this is the last slide. I told you it would be less than 20 minutes. I'm at 1627 right now. Uh, but here's some questions that you need to ask yourself, even if it's a daily thing. These are not questions that my, I made up, by the way. I got these out of a book that I really, really enjoy reading. Um, you've heard me quote Alex Rodriguez a few times. Um, not the baseball player, by the way. Um, but these are questions that he asks, and I really like these questions, so I put them up here. But will you read the Bible? So tomorrow morning, you may have papers, okay? Let's, let's, let's say you're, you're graduated. Let's say it's after next Saturday. Graduation's over. You've moved out of your dorm or apartment or whatever it is that you're living, and you are trying to figure out life. So today, when I wake up, am I, am I going to read the Bible? Even if it is just a verse or just a chapter, am I going to read the Bible with the, inten- sorry, with the intention of seeing what God has for me? Well, I read books that help me think highly of God. If you don't know what that means, ask me, please, and I can give you a plethora of wonderful books that you can read, if you want. Will you worship? Now, worship is an interesting phrase because this does not necessarily mean turning on some worship music and singing in your apartment or your room or wherever it is that you live. That's not what that question is. Will you worship is doing whatever it is. It's, sometimes worship is a task in the sense of what has God given you to do as a task that you can then in turn do it as an act of worship for him. Now this is going to mess you up a little bit. Let's say you've got a job. You can do your job, yeah, as an act of worship to God. There are times where it seems like the act that you, whatever it is that you do for work, seems like that may be a far, as far away from actually worshiping God as you can possibly think. However, it is a discipline, it is a desire to serve God. And if you do that, I promise you that you will find delight in Him. Will you pray for yourself? This is not like, I'm going to pray for Jeremiah now. This is more like, I'm going to actually pray. Some of you are scared to pray. I get that, especially out loud. If I were to call on you and be like, hey, I want you to close this out tonight in prayer, some of you would be like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, I've done that before, and it hasn't ended well. Uh, I haven't done it as a, as a college pastor, but I, I have. No, that's not true. I did it one time with, with, he's not here anymore, with a group of baseball guys, and he about lost his mind. But he did it, and it was actually quite good. Anyway. Uh, will you pray for others? So does your prayer life, this is great if you're praying yourself, you, you yourself are praying, okay? And then now as I am maturing in my prayer, I'm praying for other people, especially the people that drive you bonkers. They're the best people to pray for. All right. Um, and then the last one, will you be still and know that he is God? Sometimes this is literally you or I just breathing for a minute. And recognizing that the creator of the universe is in the room. 
Why do you think every single Chi Alpha we pause? Every single time we meet, we pause and we recognize the creator of the universe is here. God is here. If you are ticked off and you're angry this summer and you're at work or whatever else, pause for a second and recognize the creator of the universe is there too. Gospel tells us there's literally nowhere you can go where you can hide from him. He's there. Just over 20 minutes. I'm going to pray with you. Um, you are free free to go if you want to. Um, if you would like to hang out and play some games, um, please do. It's not quite 9.30. Um, you've got time. You can spend 15 minutes uh, having competitive, wonderful, fun times uh, with your friends. <laughs> well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you because you are a God who is good. You are a God who is kind. You are a God who thinks of us highly. That's crazy. God, I pray that each of us will be reminded of this list. Will, will I read your word? Will I read books that help me think highly of you? Will I worship you? Will I pray? Will I pray for others? Will I be still and know that you are God? God, I pray for every student in this room. God, especially those that I may not get to see again and for those that I will see every day this summer. God, I pray that your spirit would just rest on them, that you would give them favor, that you would grant them opportunity, and you would give them success in all that they do. Jesus, I thank you for them. In your name I pray, amen. Welcome to the Ottawa University Chi Alpha Podcast. 